0: Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website, christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback. And please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy. you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms and without further ado let's start the show hello everyone and welcome to this episode of christine means business and today is one of those weeks where i won't be on my own but i have a second amazing beautiful good looking and smart brain with me to share some goodness with you and i'm talking to maggie giller today MSC, she is an award-winning business and marketing strategist, and who doesn't like that, and a certified coach helping service-based entrepreneurs grow and scale with ease so that they can do more of what they love without the burnout, which I think who, I mean, obviously. So this is already a good start. Think of her as your wand-waving, spell-casting partner in crime to help you carve a path through the magical forest where dreamy clients' business growth and freedom await. So my expectations are huge with the wand-waving and sword-fighting and all kinds of things. So great. We are going to get into these woods right now. And Maggie and I, we've known each other for a for while now because we met at a conference in Luxembourg, of all places, where I live. And then we stayed in touch. We had a gig in London together where we went Spank to- a lot of
1: champagne. Lots of
0: champagne, <laughs> some huge up-leveling. And then we, uh, Maggie had an amazing retreat in Tuscany in October last year. And things changed so much over there, like in terms of my business, what happened since October, which is what, six months ago, more, a little bit more, like Mm -hmm. no, eight months ago. It's incredible. So it just goes to show when you put the right people in the room, magic happens. Now, Maggie, before we get into, there's one particular thing that I obviously want to talk about that I told you before, but you call yourself a business business and marketing strategist and I do love that because I find it's a piece that we often neglect especially obviously I'm mainly talking to health and wellness coaches and what happens most of the time is that we go to health coach school or an institute or whatever it's called we graduate you get a little bit of a business in a box kind of an idea of what marketing is a lot of steps are basically skipped And you kind of have to piece it together most of the time. And that's fine because that's not what their business is. Their business is to give you education, to do your job. But running a business is a completely different thing. So why, where does the strategic piece come in? And what should people even understand when you say business strategist?
1: That's a good question. Um, So my background is actually I have a master's of science in marketing strategy. So when I started, I was focusing mostly on that visibility marketing content Aspect and at a certain point, I realized. I mean, yes, I am very good at that. I'm getting great results, but that's not actually what I. The end result of what I do. The end result of what I do with strategy is I help people pay themselves more. It's not even about revenue. It's about like how can you pay yourself at the end of the day, after tax, after your expenses. How does more money end up in your pocket, on your table, in your savings account, and your retirement fund, whatever holiday home fund. I don't care. That's up mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. And I think that a lot of us, especially you know, health and wellness coaches, you start a business from a passion. It starts. Um, I think a lot of um, people in that industry are people pleasers. I'm definitely like recovering one myself, and <laughs> you just want to help. Yes. And with that comes mindset issues. You know, how why are you charging if your goal is to help people? Right. At the end of the day, you have to have this realization of I'm running a business, not a charity. Yes, I want to help people, but there is A business at the end of the day here so roundabout way of answering your question i think it's business strategy is really about finding ways of creating um, a model that that creates revenue profit and income that supports the lifestyle and freedom goals that you have exactly i couldn't
0: have put it into better words and a quick promo for myself here. If you want to figure it out, go and get my second masterclass, which is on on numbers and packages. Because Maggie and I totally agree, we've had this conversation before, is that you need to know your numbers in order to even have an idea of where you want to charge and what you want to charge and how you want to build your suite of products. Now, you know that I'm a huge fan of Creating your method and then taking that method and building tiers out of that. You have something, though, that I find absolutely genius and sometimes also counterintuitive because I'm one of these people who I'm not a huge fan of group programs. In the beginning of someone's business and i know especially health coaches love group programs and they can work if you do them locally but we focus mainly online so because the simple truth of the matter is that you need a certain number of people to be able to convert right and if you don't a group program isn't really a group program so i always go for the lowest hanging fruit in terms of why don't you it's just as much effort to sell something high end that will cover your month's rent or your month's business expenses or private expenses than having to sell a product for 200 or 300 bucks. You know, it's the effort is most of the time the same. Now you have something though that I will give a pass <laughs> because I'm like, no, this can actually work. And I've seen it a couple of times. So I'm this is a little bit different. And I love this because it's kind of a hybrid, I feel, between the freebie that you produce, but also making money, which we need to do. And you do this quite successfully. So you call it micro-launching. Yes. Um And I love the concept. I've seen it. Someone else did something similar before and they did tons of money, but you you do it a little bit differently still. So I want you to walk us through that. And audience, please know that this is Christine approved. So (laughs) So walk us through that and how it happened.
1: So I am a recovering perfectionist. I am very creative. I have like, you know, I follow all the scrolls, shiny objects that get very distracted. And I'm also very all in or nothing. So I had a brush with burnout building my business. Um, I'm definitely prone to like anxiety. And, you know, I think a lot of people probably resonate with what I'm saying right now. Um, And I hated this idea of having to have a big launch. Like you look at launches and I thought, yeah, but I don't have an audience of 50,000 people. I don't have a team and I don't have six months of time I can put aside to try and sell an offer that's not been validated. Like if Mm -hmm. I haven't sold it before, the risk for me is too high. So for the last couple of years, I've actually, I thought I was taking shortcuts and just being lazy by creating really quick ways of marketing, uh, and selling offers. If they were one-on-one or group, actually this method works for both. Um, and I came across that recently. I mentioned it to a friend, I said, well, I basically just did a micro launch and I made four and a half thousand dollars in, in one weekend, which isn't like a huge amount of money, but it's also like, it's, you're not going to find that on the street. And that was with a $37 product with a small audience of less than 500 email subscribers at the time. Yeah. I was just like, and I mentioned it to her, like that was a micro launch I just did. And she just started texting me for the next three days. This is Susie Gray, who we both know of variations of, I am obsessed with micro launching. You need to talk about that more. So the concept basically is, if you have a really, really clear audience, a really, really clear outcome for your offer, and you add urgency and scarcity to your marketing, obviously with grace and integrity, we're not trying to fear monger or or anything here, but this is like a very simplified version of my three-step process, and it works really well for, um, I think, especially for service-based entrepreneurs to sell pop-up offers. So I've done this, I've used it to sell out a retreat in two weeks with one email. <laughs> yes,
0: that was phenomenal. I was the first yes. one who bought, I wanna say. You were say, the first one to buy, yeah. I was I just within, like, sure.
1: <laughs> well, why, why did that work? I sold that out within two weeks and it was because I had a really, really clear client. So you, you saw that you, were, you self-selected, you said, this is for me. I had great urgency because there were limited spots and there was a deadline. And I had a clear outcome. It's a high level mastermind salvatory. Here's what you can expect. So that same principle if you apply it to a one-on-one offer. And that's why, with like health coaching, if you have a really clear outcome, if that's your group offer, digital product, or one-on-one service, and say, like, here's this exact result, transformation, or outcome you can expect from this process, and you make that really, really clear and specific, instead of health coaching. Or even in my case, like business strategy, well, mm-hmm. cool, what mm-hmm. does that mean? Um, you can, and you add that urgency and scarcity, again, with grace and integrity, you can sell that so much faster because people see that and they can self-select and they can go, I need that and I don't want to wait for the next round or next month because there's limited quantity available. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think that's also another point, though, that I want to point out here. I'm not sure if you tried it or not, but I think pricing is also a big component of this one. Yes. Because contrary to having a long prep phase, which you kind of need without people necessarily being aware of it while you are massaging them into getting ready to work with you because they have to make a higher investment, your offers are usually bite-sized and it's really affordable. And it means that you exchange the time in terms of simplicity. You don't need to spend a lot of time preparing everything and, you know, getting everything picture perfect. You, yes, your revenue will be smaller per person, but because it is bite-sized or because it is super affordable, you will convert very quickly and a lot of people. So I find that is also a component and I know for the mass, for the well, yeah, it was a mastermind. It was a retreat. One big thing for me was also the pricing because I was like, mm-hmm. this is genius. And it still made you a nice margin, right? So that I think is also something where I agree in terms of that the investment of your time needs to reflect that. If it's easy breezy for you to do, which a lot of pe- of us, I think, underestimate how much we already have, yeah. then you really exchange this time
1: component and you still get paid super handsomely. Absolutely. Like, I think this works specifically really well for lower offers. Mm -hmm. I don't think they have to be like cheap. It depends on your audience. Right. Yeah. I don't think this will work. This is not like the best approach for something for like a year long commitment or for something that your clients will like have to decide between paying rent and paying you. But for something like if it's like a bit of a stretch, but it's not a stress, I think it works great. Um, also like I sold, um, I $1,500, $1,500, like one-off kind of package offers for with this method as well. Um, yeah. Pricing, pricing is a component. The higher the price, the higher the time commitment, the longer I feel your kind of relationship building run up to that needs to be, right? Yeah. You Like I we don't have that trust relationship and you. I'm now saying, hey, hey pay me 10 grand for this amazing <laughs> result. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So let's talk a little bit about that proportion. So if
0: you do run a micro launch, kind of, how much, you know, you do it pretty fast. It's like this pop-up is a great word for it, but a micro launch is different from just shouting it out and then letting it die, basically, which also a lot of people do. They prepare their courses, they prepare their online group programs, and then they do two promo posts and that's it. What, how can I imagine a micro launch in contrast to that? How does it differ in terms of planning but blitzing it i
1: guess i think that um, it's a great question by the way um content is really important here i think in general um i feel especially in like the health industry um especially people need to be posting probably like five times as much i am not exaggerating that number like five times yeah as much it's as experience you here yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, you are not spamming people. They literally can't see your post. So for a lot of the time when people say, I've, put out, I've, I've launched like air quotes, launched this offer and I got crickets, like 90% of the time it's because you haven't given the offer enough visibility. So people haven't ha- been able to have that con- consideration. So with a micro launch, I have a content flow framework that I use um, I kind of say from the moment you are considering creating this offer. So, from the moment I thought, huh, could be fun to do like a program or something around Microlaunch, I started talking about it. I started actually asking, asking questions. I just started dropping it in comments. I started dropping conversations and I started validating is this something real or not? And in the first week I started mentioning this, everyone's eyes lit up when I said it and they just went, huh. What's a micro launch? Is that what you just did? Can you tell me more about it? How can I it's do one myself? So
0: funny, isn't it like when they say, is that what you just did? Isn't that hilarious?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So meta. <laughs> yeah. So it's really about validating your offer because the other thing is it's it's not about working in a bubble. Validating your offer this way by talking about it and asking questions around it, um, is has like so many great benefits for you. One, I get actual market research validation. If no one responds to me asking about this concept, I'm like, well, probably it's crap. Let me rethink it, right? Yes. Yeah. Two, it gives me visibility because, so for example, I did a little poll just on my Instagram stories. I was like, do you prefer tagline A, B, or C? I'm, I'm working on something new. I already had the tagline I, I thought I was going to use and that was um, create market and sell um, an a uh, micro-launched offer. Um Sorry market and sell an irresistible offer in four weeks or less. I thought that was going to be my tagline to go with. I did an Instagram story poll. I asked like A, B, or C, which tagline do you prefer? So one, I had like what, 150 people on my Instagram stories. C, Maggie is doing something about selling an offer. Yes. Two, I gave them agency because they were involved in my co-creation process. They gave me feedback. I was able to go, oh, why do you choose tagline C? Mm-hmm. And people said, oh, here's why. Um, and, and lastly, it was really great market research for me as well. It's, you know, you don't work in a, you don't work in a bubble and you can't. So it's really about giving your offer great validation and visibility. I agree. I did the same for, and I did the masterclasses
0: polling for titles or even polling content, you know, and it's just been eye opening right, and I mean market market research is something that we don 't like to do because we don 't like to annoy people, but the thing is, you just explained that you can do it in this really smart and subtle way, and I love this so people really write this down, and it is by talking about it and asking questions indeed, so what could this look like? I imagine for health it would be okay if in the back of your head you plan on just launching a recipe book, which is the boor- most boring thing in the world, but let's say that's what you want to do, and it is based on a certain principle. Then your process could look like that you're doing them yourselves. So you could post you know, what happened to your body after doing this and then asking people on feedback.
1: And then when you are ready, you could say, okay, I'm producing something similar. Would you be interested? I guess that's what you mean by this. Yeah. It's really, I just had a question. Um, so my, my uh, micro-launching program actually just started yesterday on the time we're recording. Um, so I just got a question today from someone saying, hey, I asked my, I, I pulled my email as I didn't get responses. Like, what can I do? I'm just like, well, ask on Instagram, ask on Facebook, but also yeah. just go one-on-one. Like, hey, Christine, you tick a lot of my ideal client boxes. I made this like five-question form. Would you mind helping me out and filling this out as I work on my new offer? Exactly. Like, and that's even that's five fine. brains is giving you amazing insight. Yeah. It, I love this.
0: I think this is brilliant. I also think it's great marketing because it's not, hey, this is my new offer. Da da da. It's literally no taking your time. Exactly. And you have to produce content anyway. So you might as well do it. There's the word strategically. Yes. And I'm a big advocate of not just throwing any content out there. You should always have the end goal in mind. Which freebie is it going to? Which funnel is it going to? What is that funnel to going to which office? What is the upsell from that? So really take the time to get that flow down to be really, really clear. And there again, you need to know your numbers. And I love this because there is a funnel in the end. Like people who will say yes to your micro launch. And let's say you will probably do a profit on it anyway because you will have a group thing. So it's not a lot for you to prepare time-wise it's going to be fine so you will you will not make a 10k profit margin necessarily but you will i mean the full 500 for a weekend that's totally cool right so i think that's totally fine i actually have a 10k profit margin on this that's amazing (laughs) so there you go it took a little bit more time but Mm -hmm. you did it well right so you did this perfectly well and then afterwards don't forget that these are people who said yes to yes. you once and it's going to be so much easier to introduce them not to have to introduce them to other ways that they can learn from your brain because that's your capital in the end. Whether for Maggie it's business strategy, for me too, but for you guys out there, it's everything you learned in your graduate program, in your health coach school, all of those kinds of things. So I mean this
1: is I love this because it's An alternative to funnel, but you are getting paid for it. Yeah, but you know what's so interesting? The reason I started experimenting with micro-launching small products, not just, you know, events or one-on-one, was because I realized I have a pretty warm audience. Like, it's not massive, but there's people who, like, they comment on everything I do. I can see them in my email marketing. They're checking out all my sales pages. They keep checking on, like, booking a call, but they don't buy. So I was, you know, it got me thinking, why are they not hiring me? And I kind of know why, because my prices are not that cheap. And that, that's, there's a reason, like I go all in with my clients. So yeah. I started thinking, what can I offer people who are like clearly hanging on? Well, you know, if I say so myself, they're hanging on to every word, watching all my lives, my podcasts, everything. So, um, and I first did that $37 offer, which is like a 21 day audio sequence called the CEO quest. And from that sequence, like I think three people from who bought that $37 product became one-on-one clients. Exactly. And that's what you
0: need to keep in mind like you know that i'm not a big fan of small offers if it doesn't make sense but here it makes absolute sense yeah it, it made really, sense. really does it's because part of you need to see if you can just exactly if you get
1: three clients from this you're done it's yeah it. so and the thing is perfect. like um I'm a big fan. I know you are as well. Of like not just doing written stuff because you create like this amazing ebook that you spent literally like a month on. Someone's <laughs> going to open it, skim it and never touch it again. Yes. I don't want that. Like you're not going to get a sense of what I, what I'm like to work with through skimming a blog post or an ebook. So I'm like I want you to watch me. I want you to listen to me. So um the sequence I had like I was intentionally making an audio sequence 2 minutes a day because I was like listen best case scenario you open every single email you listen to two minutes of me and you do the exercise worst case scenario you don't open a single one of them but you still see my name and the title of the subject line go by 21 times <laughs> how is that for relationship builder
0: It's totally totally absolutely i think it's great and i think you have to play around with it and just with mm-hmm. everything build up like you started with something really simple really affordable and then stacking building it up to you know now launching your the program that you're now teaching people how to do what you do i don't even know what the price point was this was 347 dollars. so that is not a cheaper product for me you know i think this is already quite considerable but it worked because you've done it before you have your know like and trust factor plus you know what you're talking about and actually one fun post and i want everyone to to breathe this in first of all you need to know your analytics right so i think you go into your email and i know a lot of you never check this out but every email provider gives you analytics and it will show you how many people click Where and which link, and that way you can calculate what the engagement is in your email, and you can see. And I love that you said I saw them on my sales page because you had one post which made me laugh. And it's like people, I can literally see you on my sitting on my sales page. (laughs) What can? uh, What questions do you have? Right? Instead of saying why the fuck aren't you buying? Right? But (laughs) it's like it just made me laugh because. It happens to many. It's like, why the fuck are they sitting there and they're not yeah. clicking the buy now button? And you converted, like, I don't know how many people, but at least one that I saw at that moment who was like, oh, now I
1: get it. And then she bought. Yes. I think like funny, the, that one Facebook post that was literally like, that was kind of, it was like two sentences. Um, I think at least three people, at least three people bought just because of that. So is an yeah. app because he called of, them out. It's like, yeah. stop
0: wasting fucking time. Stop sitting on my sales page. And it literally felt like you're in the hallway of my house. <laughs> Choose a room. You know, it was,
1: I thought, it yeah, was because that's my approach with, with micro launching or with, with launching or, or selling. Are you in or are you out? Yes. Don't really. sit on the fence. Right. I don't want to. Maybe I want an, either a yes or a no. I'm cool with a no. A no doesn't yeah. mean never. Right? Exactly. Come back in three I, months. Come back in six months. I completely agree. Don't come back to me haggling about every little bit in the contract or
0: payment plans or whatever, or what exactly is included, or what it that's not how it works. Like no. I don't have that patience at all either. It's, it's and, and I said no to people where I was like, Okay, I'm not gonna go into a round of negotiations of how this might work. This is it, take it or leave it. It's totally fine if you don't take it. Yeah. You know? Or I would say you know what, I actually don't think we need to discuss this further because my clients are decision makers. They actually know or they don't. So I don't think this will be a good fit because we're already starting on the wrong foot, you know, which is not something personal. It's just my preference and I'm the boss. So (laughs) I can choose (laughs) who the fuck I want to work with. So I think that is, I I love this. And that post, people learn from that. Call people out and analytics will help.
1: Yeah, so for Ooh. this, just I do want to mention um, it's an, um, a, a software or an app called chatra.io, and it's a chat box. I love it. Like, I, if I'm on my computer, I, I am logged on. I have sold, like, services, group offers, just by people being able to send me, like, a really, it feels like a really low-commitment message to send me a low-commitment thing to send me a message just on my chat box, and I'm there live answering questions, um, and that's how I saw, Hey, there's people like in all these, 2nd I can see locations, you've opened that page. Like you've had that page open for three days. <sighs> are you in or are you out? Yes. <laughs> did you, did you text them saying that? I have actually. Yeah. I've, that's I've, hilarious. I've, I've tried that out just to be like, Hey, I see, I've seen you sitting here. Like, let me know, you know, a, a very soft approach. But one of the goals I have with my content, which I hope is going to be helpful because people go, what do I say in my marketing apart from buy my thing? Right. What do I say? So I just really try and like, you know what? Maybe this offer is not right for you. Bad timing. You just had like, I've, I had a couple surgeries. So like, I've not bought stuff I wanted because I just couldn't have that commitment. Right. It could be the pricing timing. You don't like group programs. I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. But I still want you to get value from my marketing content, from my launch content, because I know you're watching me. And the next time there's an offer that fits you you are much more likely to buy. Exactly. It's so funny
0: because I just had the same experience in terms of people know me for sleep like a boss, obviously, because that's, it's kind of my own case study in a way that I built that business. Um, But now that I do business coaching, I have people who've known me for the years and been stalking me for years and been, and this sounds a little bit braggy, but you know, They've been admiring me. I say air quotes, but I'm actually totally basking in this. So, <laughs> and they now saw, oh my God, she's offering business coaching. It's actually an offer that I can use, right? So, And I think that's totally it. You have to be aware that yes. people watch you. And you might not, I mean, sleep, either you sleep or you don't. It's very simple. It's either a yes or a no. It's just a need or you don't. But with business coaching, it's different. A lot of coaches don't necessarily know. But here it was just a phase of, okay, I like the way she's running her business. Now she's teaching it. Perfect. Boom. Signed up my client. I didn't even have to sell anything. It was just like, please take me on. I was like, fine. (laughs) You know? So, but I mean, you you need to understand that people will watch every move and you're constantly kind of selling just by doing your job really, really well.
1: Just talk about your offers talk about your results talk about here's what i did like every single time i have a client call i go on instagram later and i say i don't mention anything confidential but I just say oh i had a client a client conversation here's like one thing we one tip i gave or something that came up again you're just reinforcing the fact that someone's paid you but like what we were actually talking about before we start recording was that you were looking at a, a program for yourself and you didn't want a year-long commitment so there could be this amazing person you're following you love everything that they do but because they're only offers a year long thing and you don't want that, you're not going to buy. It's yes. not personal. It's just Agreed. not the right fit.
0: Agreed. And that's I think why you need to have your method down and why you need different tiers, you know, and sometimes you need to create a hybrid and that's what I did recently. And that person was literally couldn't afford my one-on-one coaching, but I also have my five masterclasses. So what we did is we did a hybrid. So she didn't get me teaching her one-on-one. She, got access to my master classes, and we basically are doing six weeks of follow-up where we just have 30 minutes check-ins which in the end for me is three hours of work but i get 2500 for that you know and that's it because the program is already done so you can play around with it you know because you need to be clear and i think micro launching would be great for something yes. like that as well where you have this little I don't want to say watered down, but this teeny, teeny, tiny bundle of powerness kind of, but that you can even
1: upsell or upbuild further later on. That's literally what I've done with my, this is all very meta, right? Because I'm doing- (laughs) It is totally (laughs) meta. I love this stuff. It's like, I'm starting to feel like I'm in a pyramid. Like um, I micro launched a program about micro launching with my four and a half thousand dollar micro launching case study. It's hilarious. Um, But one of the things in there is that- um, I, I gave people a chance to upgrade, right? I had my core program. I was like, yeah, but there are people who will say, "But Maggie, I want you to tell me." So yes. then I played around with two options. One, I had a separate one-on-one thing where, and again, it's just you—you you test things out. I ask questions. What do you guys want, A or B? And they told me. Um, so I, I I did like a test. I said, "Oh, I have three spots open. Micro launch one-on-one with Maggie. I'll give you my framework. We have an intensive." And then you have two hour, two weeks of Voxer so audio access to me as you implement. And yeah. with this program, you know, I was also like, "How much do I charge? Like, how much is the one on one? What's included?" Again, I asked, and they all said it's a four week group program. If we had a one on one thing, we would want weekly thirty minute calls. So I said, "Cool, X amount, three spots only. You get a weekly thirty minute call and Voxer access, and here's the outcome. Done. Yeah, Super and simple. you nailed it
0: in terms of making it a specific number and." you know, being very f- firm on that. I find that is a great sales strategy in terms yeah. of also to not overwhelm yourself because you want
1: to still have your time. Right. I think this is, it's a really great thing. Yeah. I mean, just practically I had um, so my goal for this program was 10 people just, it was like, Oh, let me test out this concept. If it works. I had um, 24, which was above my, my own stretch goal. And imagine if I had like everyone loved the one I want to offer and like half of them booked the upgrade. So I'm mean, running a new program and like trying to coach 12 new people on top of my regular work and my new clients. That's, that's not successful for anyone involved. So you need no. to limit it that. Yes.
0: I love this. I think this is brilliant. I think it's great. I think that even if you're starting out, test your water with this before, please, for the love of God, before you build a huge three gazillion month course, spend six months building it and then having crickets because nobody is actually interested or because you didn't do the foundation work. So get clear on your branding, get clear on who you want to work with, get clear on your numbers and packages and strategy of how to guide your clients to understand and wanting to work with you, get your content out there, get your publicity out there, get your funnels right so that you can convert them, get your systems ready to get your money. But then test it out. And I think this is great because it's not just free and frustrating, but it's actually giving you a little bit of money in your pocket or a lot of money, actually. I mean, 10K is nothing to frown upon. So, you know, test it that way. And based on that, you can build the group program. You can most likely recycle stuff. So I think this is really, really smart piece that in this case because i'm never into cheap or anything but in this case i think it's a smart short allocation of time that will bring you a lot of insight and that still gets you paid because i don't believe in working for free ever (laughs) no
1: but (laughs) speaking of like spending six months building a course it's like such pet peeve of mine as well do you know how long it took me to create record the video content for this course
0: one morning what did you do? it? No, I just did
1: it. I, I have a pretty good quality webcam, webcam. I, and I just thought, what is easy? Yes, I can get my DSLR out and I can spend like literally a morning just setting up the tech or I'm sure this will be fine. I just sit in my office, record exactly. on camera and I was literally, because I was so clear on the framework and the concept, I was done in one morning Data. and then the rest of the time you focus on selling. That's it. And I did the same for the masterclasses. I actually taught
0: it live on zoom with a client. So it's an actual live case study where I coach her. So you learn from that process too. I didn't waste any time because I was paid for that. (laughs) I just recorded it with her permission, of course. And now it's an online course that's there forever. So be smart people. Be smart. (laughs) So, Maggie, thank you so much. This has been absolutely, I enjoyed this conversation so much. You know that money is one of my favorite things to talk about. So, this has been great indeed. Now, you have a fantastic Facebook group um, for bosses in Europe. So, if you are in Europe, I think it's non essential, it's an absolute essential, excuse me, to join that. So, go to Facebook and look for bosses in Europe. How else? Can people get in touch with you and stalk you so that they don't miss the next micro launch?
1: Um, my podcast is a good one. Christine has been on. We've talked about investments and in ROI, which is super fun. That's Business Magic with Maggie Gila. And I think the other pl- great place to find me is on Instagram, especially if you like fluffy Aussie Doodles. You will love my dog Frodo <laughs> and what we get up to. Um, and you can also grab my freebie. Um, Christine, I think you can link that um, somewhere probably about you know, my micro- the show notes. Yeah. Great about my micro launching framework. So come say hi to me on Instagram.
0: Brilliant. Thank you so much, Maggie. And for all the rest of you, I will be back, I don't know, in a week or two, probably in two. I think I'm going to do this bi-weekly. In the beginning, it's going to be weekly and then bi-weekly. So there you go. I'm making things up as I go. But no, it will be bi-weekly in the end. Perfect. All right. So thank you, Maggie, so much. And for the rest of you, stay in touch. Get in touch with Maggie Ask me any questions if you want to. You can reach me at Christine at com, And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.